host, Bob Katie, and John Piccarillo. Hello and welcome to Bob and John's Quick Shots. Welcome aboard, folks. You're a little sleepy tonight. I just got a phone call and I'm still going through my head at my other job. The first week back to work, you're kind of first couple of days, a little. Ah, I'm terrible. Just brushing off the. I mean, I took it that week because there wasn't a lot going on. He's got four beers cranked ready to go. Look at that. I better fire one up then. Oh, boy. Why do you want that beer so bad? Because he's thirsty, dummy. <laughs> this is the first time. This is the first time ever. I didn't look at one email from work while I was on vacation. So that was with the weekends was 10 days. Was it worth it? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. I absolutely forgot about work for nice. most of the vacation. Nice. But that meant I get I had all my emails. And Monday morning just so happens to be the busiest day of the week for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, fucking Joe <laughs> couldn't do the download the Friday before. Screwed up my whole Monday. So it took me four hours to get through my emails. Just, just to go through them. That wasn't organizing them. That was just getting through them all. Deleting things that were necessary. So we we can do this for Joe too, right? My uncle says you got to screw loose. Oh, yeah, your uncle molests collies. Yeah, yeah, that's that's <laughs> for you, Joe. It's funny the people I tell all these people that I talk about that I mention them on the show. Yeah, I don't know if they ever secretly <laughs> listen or what, but nobody ever gets back to me. So <laughs> fuck him. Yeah, hey. Tom gets back to us. That's different. Yeah, I call I consider him a fan. Yeah, 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 definitely. Well, he's not. You're not in direct contact with work with him. So I totally forgot. I have a note here, and I, and and my notes are starting to pile up. So, uh oh. Um, I was going to mention it, but the show that we were talking about it got out of control. So I totally forgot. But Tom, actually, because I think we were talking about our dislike for uh, March Madness. I hate it. <laughs> well, I forgot that. Tom is a March Madness freak. Like he takes uh, the, he takes like put my nuts set on your drum set. No, takes, Tom. No, he takes like the whole like the finals week when the, there's a lot going on. I yeah. don't think that's the case because the finals week is like the last game. The guess, so. sweet 16. 16. Yeah, 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 yeah. That and his big thing used to be stay at home in his bathrobe and have and watch the games on t- on TV his laptop on the computers everything running and he'd be watching every game and he did it for the sweet 16 um, every year that's how much he liked it i knew it i'm surrounded by assholes hey everybody's got something they love Nothing i guess hey, i never I, joined him because i'm not a big fan and i think he likes to do that by himself anyway sounds like it from his <laughs> uh you know his his go-to get up yeah, it sounds like right. you want to be by yourself that's right. it sounds like a bachelor thing yeah <laughs> if you see me in my robe and just you know a pair of boxers and i'm just chilling in front of the tv that pretty much means i want to be left alone you like the robe down here once in a while yeah but i have a full pants on yeah, and and yeah. that's just because when during the winter when it gets really cold, down, get here cold down here and everything but it's warm upstairs so i get sick of taking a sweatshirt off all the time that's so I'm like yeah. i just use a robe 
It's just I easier. I got my heavy duty robe here because it does get cold around. Here. Yeah, you were doing the little uh, the little tiny robe and getting a little draft up yeah. here. Yeah, that was no good. Besides that one, I think I look creepier. So if like yeah, well it is. It's like half naked man creepy walking. Right. Here. Yeah, I and it looks like an older guy look yeah. too. It's kind of it's kind of like I don't know, it's, it's in the morning too. You're all bent over looking all creepy. Oh, yeah, and stuff. all I got to do is get to the toilet and back to bed. That's all that is. <laughs> creepy. Well, hey, it's not as creepy as what's Damn, easier, which is just to stroll out there in my boxers only. I don't know. I don't catch you. I've nobody never, I, nobody I think, ever catches me doing that. No. But the one time that I gr- try to do it naked, you, two of you are going to be standing up there. Yeah, you would be right. <laughs> it's going to be consequences and repercussions. Yes, that would be correct. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. And if you want to comment on John's uh, little old man creepy robe, you can get a hold of us at Bob and John's podcast at gmail.com on iTunes or on Buzzsprout.com and at Loose and Buttery on the Twitter and Instagram or Periscope. Or you can find us on our YouTube channel and our Facebook page at Bob and John's Super Duper Variety Power Hour. I had a, for some reason I felt like I had to say something different. I no. saw this bit um, that was pretty <laughs> funny. It was. I think a Saturday Night Live thing, mm-hmm. and it was Eddie Murphy's brother, Charlie Murphy. Yeah, and he was doing he was doing a bit. He was telling a story, but then they would show it, and he was like he played all of the people in the. Oh no! I think that was probably. Uh, it wasn't Saturday Night Live though. It was something. It was another I, yeah, I think show. he dropped the f bomb a couple times, so it probably yeah. wasn't. But he was. It was about Prince. That was. Um, Do you know what I'm talking I, about? Yeah, it's pretty I funny. I want to say it was uh, a Chappelle show. It might have been. I don't. Oh yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. I, I don't know. What, I think I ran across it on Facebook. Yeah, but it was funny, and it wasn't bumming on Prince. It was sort of like you know he, he invited him over to his house, him and his yeah. friends, and they were hanging out, and uh, you know, and, and Prince was like, "This is boring." You know, how about we play a little basketball? And Murphy thought thought it was funny because yeah. he didn't think Prince was possibly play. He's a good basketball player. That's what that's what he went on to say. Yeah. Is he whooped our ass? And uh, they, the funniest thing was they said him and his all his fellas went and got like shorts on and yeah. and all this stuff. And then you know Prince and his crew comes down. They're all dressed in the same stuff. They were out yeah. clubbing it and they whooped up on him. <laughs> this is the first the podcast since Prince has died, so yeah. we haven't mentioned that. You know that's right. It's another you know? another loss. Yeah, for sure. uh, Jesus rock. Or, Huge you know, legends, yeah, rock and roll legends dying left and right. You know, Prince is really out of left field too. This one, you know, yeah. The, and all he this was last pretty much straight edge, wasn't he? I keep hearing something about meds, but he wasn't like a drugger, druggy. No, no, I don't think so. You know, I'm sure he partook in it in his early in his youth, but I it, he didn't seem to be in his Cuz on the news they They're say, talking about he had he became a Jehovah's witness. And they have a thing with not taking drugs or something and he was or, or no. No, 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 no. It was something about he needed hip surgery and wasn't getting it because of Jehovah's witness his religion so maybe he compensated mm. with painkillers and oopsie you know what i mean i mean that's yeah. that's the thought that's out there right now it seems yeah. the most logical 
But no, you know, you won't know. The, the thing that's killing me is he didn't have a will. It's like you, you. I know. Run when you, in, when you, have you run your money, little empire. Yeah, run it well too. Like he yeah. did things wisely, so he was making money. Yeah, like he was like three hundred million. I heard five hundred million. <laughs> There's been numbers from two fifty to five hundred million. Yeah, and and making money. His songs make. I mean, he was very, very, very. Like to to get to use his song was a big like when I think what it, MC Hammer used when Doves Cry for that big on that can't touch this album for Pray or whatever that song yeah. was he had to jump through some hoops Prince wasn't Prince didn't a lot of people asked to sample his stuff and he wouldn't no yeah. you know very few how does it work when they say because he wrote a lot of songs for other people. Yeah. How does it work? Does he get a piece of the action, or is it his if he song? If he the- keeps it, yeah. Well, it depends. Uh, uh, I Feel For You, which was yep. popularized by Shaka Khan, yep. was actually released by him as a... As a oh, so it's his song. So, yeah, it's absolute. Well, they're all his. Yeah, they're so all his. paid for Shaka Khan's- I think there's a version of... I believe he released a version of Nothing Compares to You before. Yeah, he, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Before I heard that, yeah. Manic Monday, yeah, yeah, definitely because I heard it. They played it, and it's yeah. different. Yeah, yep. Manic Monday. I don't think so. I don't think he did a, did one. If he, it depends. You can give it to him. You know what I mean? But then, but, you, then you don't get any credit. No, all. he's he he's a smart guy. He kept his right. He kept yeah. his uh, his music rights. Anything yeah. he wrote, right? You know, yeah. and he wrote uh, he wrote Sugar Walls for Sheena Easton. Yeah. A bu- I mean, good stuff. Bunch of yeah. It's, he's one of those ones where you're like, he wrote that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I I love you know Shaka Khan did her version of Feel for You. I love Prince's version of it. You know some of the stuff you don't realize. I mean, he was pumping out like three albums last year. He put out or this something. Busy guy. He, See, I was under the impression you know. he kind of fell off, but now being no. caught up, he was busy. No, yeah, constantly touring, just constantly, yeah, big time. Big time, you know, it just constantly that he's, you could tell he probably just went into the studio and just recorded on a daily basis. Yeah, like it was his job. Yeah, like I'm going to work, I'm going to go record Mm -hmm. as much as he can whenever he gets a chance, goes down there, records, not for any other reason for just, I got a song and I'm going to record it if I want to use it or put it out at some point. So the stuff he was actually putting out, all these years, who knows when they were really done? Yeah, he could have done one ten oh, years. I have a, ten years ago and put it out as brand new. I have a feeling that we're going to hear a lot of new. Music. Oh, there's a vault. <laughs> yeah, the thing is though, he didn't have a will, and like, so no, no, who, nobody who's knows in charge that, of the yeah. vault? Who's in charge of How uh, could you of have producing that much money and not have thought of that? Of getting that to the, I don't know, man. You know, he might have been. Listen, some of these artists do not have the. I remember I was uh, reading Eric Clapton's book, and uh, you know, money, to him, you know, he would just go to his money manager. When it, he was talking about in the '90s or early 2000s, he wanted to buy a boat, like a big boat, like to go down, like into the French Riviera and all around on his family for like months. It sounds like fun to me. Yeah, well, he you know his thing was like he saw a boat and he had to call his money guy and be like, "Can can I afford this?" Because he didn't have any clue. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, yeah. he's got Rod Stewart, same thing. He really kind of doesn't have a clue. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. You know, money that's, just man, that's dangerous though. You really got to. 
you really got to be able to get the right person. You know, Clapton, obviously. Maybe that's why I'm never going to have that much money. Probably ask Billy Joel. He probably knows exactly. He probably flip open someone on his phone and go, I know exactly the fuck I got. He got, he got snookered. Oh, yeah? His ex-wife's brother, his brother-in-law, yeah. his first wife. If you're not paying attention, eventually. They got divorced. Him and his wife got divorced in the 70s, early, very early 80s, like 80, 81. I don't know, something like that. But he kept him on, treated him very good and everything. And in the end, he got, yeah. That's shafted. why he had to do, uh, that's why he did. Nothing hurts more than getting shafted. He got lucky because it forced him into doing the Stormfront album, which was a huge album for him that had like uh, We Didn't Start the Fire and the whatever, Down, whatever, Alexa, and just a whole bunch of hits off of that album. I mean, he he played the whatever we're calling it. I call it the Nick. Fuck him. It's the Knickerbock Arena. Uh, he played down here it's in Times Albany. Times Union Center. Whatever. Times Union Center. He played. He did like two what, nights. What, what you say, Nick? Yeah. Was, what, wasn't there one more before? No, the Nick I was the original. The damn thing changed like There was the times. Nick. There was the Pepsi. Pepsi. That's right. I was... And I think there was. It's not even the time. Is it the Times Union now? I might be I wrong. Yeah, that's the last I remember. But anyway, he did like he was scheduled to do two nights, and he ended up adding a third night, and he got all out of debt on that album. Just had to had to do that album really to to get out of debt. It was huge. That sucks. He came back from Russia because he did that thing where he put up the money to go go to Russia and everything and do that. They took a camera crew and did that whole thing, came back and found out he was broke, you know, uh, you know, he, oops, you know, here's my money guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then there's guys like, you know, uh, you know, guys like Gene and well, that happened to Nugent too. Nugent's money guys in the seventies. See, I they invested thinking, in a lot of shit, and he went, "Oops." When I try to when I try to imagine that amount of money, I I so badly want to watch it. I want to have a vault, but there's yeah. things you can't do with that kind of money. Like, I mean, I've really thought about this before. Can you save up enough money to put cash down and buy a car? I mean, is it is that reasonable? What to buy a car in cash? Yeah, twenty thousand dollars cash. Why? Why can't you? I don't know. There's a level at some point. Somebody's going to check up on you. They can check all you want. <laughs> Fuck it. There's all right cash. then. I, all I want is a big, huge vault. All my cash, right where I am. As long as you, as long as you pay taxes. And the on only it, thing they that gets in shit. that vault is my thumbprint. <laughs> as long as they, as long as they, as long no, as no, somebody could still get in that way. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> You mean you need the eye, yeah. thumbprint, right. voice yeah. recognition? Exactly. <laughs> oogly boogly woogly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Open says me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my thought is that there's a way to get it. If somebody wants to get in, there's, there's always a way. A way. Yeah, there's always a way. Why do you want that beer so bad? Because he's thirsty, dummy. <laughs> it obviously wasn't a big hit, but I watched a couple episodes that existed on the. Guys that you know they people buy houses that have saves in them and they're locked and they want to know what's in them. They <laughs> bought the house; it's whatever's in there. Yeah. Is in, you know what I mean? Yeah. So they the, so the only way to get in is the professional guys that can get into big nasty safes like that. Yeah. I always found that interesting because those big ones are built like oh, you, know, yeah. you got to know your mechanics and. Well, I would be scared though because. You put that in your house, and then I'm looking at the guys who installed it, and I'm going, 
Hmm, they know. They know something. They know I'm putting something good in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nobody puts in a bank vault yeah. in the basement. Well, that was always killed me about Batman. Did he do? He he must have designed and did the Batcave himself because you don't have contractors come in. No, yeah. And 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 hey, don't worry about this. Just put up the Bat computer and the <laughs> well, that, everything. That Butler was pretty handy though. <laughs> And then Batman Superman movie, with matter of fact, the only time you see Alfred is when he's working on the Batmobile. Yeah, see, and he's, he's like, busy, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's his mechanic. So a long time ago, he was hanging from the ceilings, making stalactites. <laughs> I need one over there. there. <laughs> and there's also going to be a sensor in there. Yeah. A bat sensor. Yeah. So that's what I, I always wanted. Sometimes that always hits me like, you know. Okay, that's great that he can get all these toys, but he's got to get them to work and everything else and get in there. You can't get a crew to suddenly design a fucking cave for you. He's got fancy, fancy stuff. Yeah. 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 Same thing with like safes and stuff like that. I go, hmm. You know what I mean? I like the idea of having all my money. Cash. Cash is still king, pretty much. I like it. You know? Cash is still pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's still something to say about that. I do like it. But, you know, they got rid of the huge denominations because it made it too easy to move big money. Yeah. Well, that's what my, my thought was when... Um, what is the biggest in circulation right now? Is it a th- is there even a $1,000 bill anymore? No. There's a 500 right? No, I don't no, think so. No more of that either. Go. I think it's a $100, $100 bill. $100. I think. But... but um. <laughs> listening to my oh man upstairs. we should no we should have known we should have some background music going <laughs> uh, with the the you remember the big jackpot that was like over a billion not too long ago yeah um they i was watching something and they had some two of the people from shark tank on and the thought was there you know they were from what, around here weren't they originally or new york city shark tank i think i don't know it was just two of them that they were, but they went to Vegas because obviously there's more tanks in Vegas. I think they were New Yorkers. What do you mean? Oh, I'm thinking of uh, t- <laughs> tanked, tanked. Yeah, I know you. You're, Jackass. You're you're talking about the Shark Tank, the, the show, shows. the Idea yeah. Show. As I'm soon as you say tanks. anything about tank, I think about the aquarium tanked. Yeah, the tank, like, that show. Because that's where my mind goes. I'd love doing that. That would be a totally fun job. <laughs> <laughs> little stressful installing the giant ones, but it would be pretty cool. Oh, Get into shit. that. Um, no, the two guys, two two of the people from Shark Tank, and they were discussing about what to do with that money. And it's like banks only guarantee up to only like two hundred and some thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's so. Cool. It's like, and you're walking around, and if you got like six hundred million, yeah, what the fuck you doing? You what know, you- holy shit. That's a lot of banks and bank accounts you got to keep track of. If you can only put two hundred and fifty grand in each one. Oh, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say they'll only cash you out two hundred. No, they only guarantee the safety of two. In other words, they get robbed or they fit. No, it's not more than they get robbed anymore. It's more if they. What I want to say is, if they fail, they get they go under. You they only, they get, only guarantee two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, I already don't like that. Yeah. If I had millions, that made me really think. Like oh, exactly, man, that's brutal. Think about that. Yeah. Now you now you know why probably these offshore 
it's not even it's not offshore it's uh yeah you're right offshore banks yeah yeah why they must they're so appealing well they do a lot of that for tax purposes and the hide from the whatever but i'm just saying just in general where do you stash it you know what i'm telling you we got we got to get in the banking business (laughs) that's what we got to do no fuck that let's do it man fuck that fuck that making money with money it's brilliant it's brilliant <laughs> but that that just it, it just blew my mind like okay that's a lot of cash you can't hundreds of millions in cash is a lot of cash to have hanging around yeah you know what i mean you have to build your house like fort fucking Knox. where do they put all that money well it's not paper it'd be gold Yeah. But I'm not quite sure. I'm not a banker person. I don't know. I'm not a banker, so I don't know the whole. Well, it's time to become educated. No, it's not. I'm uh, I'll become. Edu- I wanna, I'm gonna open a bank. If I, uh, I'll become educated when I have that problem, which would be great to have. You know what I mean? Well, it's kind of you know. There's a lot of philosophies out there. If you believe it, it'll happen. So you got to start living the dream, man, and that's starting a bank. That's it. Come on, jump on board with me. We took the first step, ladies and gentlemen. Friday night, we were supposed to talk about that Build about twenty it and minutes they will ago. Come. That's right. Is that what that is from? Uh, uh, Feel the dreams. Build it, and they will come. That's the bet. That's the general idea. But there's been more than one movie with that philosophy. And let's go talk about all the business people who have built it, and nobody fucking came. <laughs> well, that's a huge problem in uh, in California now. Is the what do they call it? The the unicorn. I don't know. The unicorn business or something like that. It's these startup companies that seem to take right off. Mm-hmm. They just didn't have what it took for the long haul, so they're all yeah. starting to pock, 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 drop off. But yeah, it's like the when they when they usually have like a when the tech bubble. Yeah. In the in the uh, 2000s and stuff like that, when everybody was, you know, in on I- internet companies and everything else, and the bubble. Well, hey, went, they're trying to make that. This, here's the other thing with having and only a few survive cash. Cash is they're desperately trying to keep money away from you. Everything they do now is to keep cash out of your hands. The more ways they can make you spend money electronically, the better. You, and the less actual cash you see, the better for them. Hey, I'm a big fan of that, but I'm also a big fan of cash, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, I, I don't have any problem taking a trip to the bank to put money in the bank to use it electronically. Right. I had to do that today. You know, I, yeah. I don't mind that at all. Right. You know, it's it's... As we said, as we did that top ten of thing, you know, in, inventions or whatever, well, not- I can I can pay for everything, everything. Yeah, I can pay every monthly bill right here on that phone, or no matter where I am, boop, 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 I can do it. That's you know, you know fucking what, amazing. You know, it kills me. I could electronically with the one that I don't, mm-hmm. but. The bank that I have my mortgage with, yeah, requires for you to make transfers to bi- pay the bill mm-hmm. to have an account with them. 
So oh. if I opened an account with them, then I could do it electronically. Yeah. But I don't want another account. Yeah, you get too many of them. It's so like- I, that's the only thing that not only I don't do electronically, I actually mail it. Wow, mailing a bill. That's yeah. the only thing I use the mail for because I'm you, the post office has really pissed me off over the last several years. So <laughs> we don't we uh, that's what I find I found funny. I was with the wife we were watching television and we saw a commercial for the post office and I said, "Wow, things must really be bad if you're doing commercials for the post office." Got to get some business. How do we do it? Yeah. Got to advertise. I still think it'll be privatized. Oh in, yeah! In the near it can't future, continue the way it's in the near future. And FedEx and and yeah, UPS should be uh, leaping unf- on top of that. Unfortunately, it's the way it's we're going to keep growing. Mm-hmm. Is I they try their best at at preventing this, but I think ultimately, for global reasons, there's going to be one giant for different industry components so when it comes to moving product there's going to be one it's fedex ups well that's slash, the that's the know. number one that's the number <laughs> one thing in the well there can't be just one though because that's not in this country i know a that's what i'm saying that's what they try to prevent but to be most efficient globally well, if it was one big company, would yeah, make it. That's the not totally easiest. true. It would make it the easiest. But then, but if they got their, but then you up. could be. But then you're in too much control. Yeah, and then you get price gouged. the The customer gets price gouged, so on and so forth. No, we do not have a monthly bill. I do not pay on my phone. There isn't any. I do boom, all there. We do have a yearly bill. We do pay all of our slip and uh, boat stuff. The, I just uh, got thinking. Check. You know, we I, mail that. That's the only. But it's the only one we do. Because Amazon's so big, I'm thinking about like what their preferred user, and it's they use whatever. Uh, it's really, usually you. It's funny. It's it's UPS. Yeah, they use a lot of that. UPS has got to be 95 percent at least to here it is. Yeah. But if I do something over, uh, if I do, if I spend like three, four extra bucks to get it expedited to the next for overnight next day. Yeah. FedEx will deliver it. Yeah. So they're using the most effective yeah. method. Yeah. I've gotten stuff off of there that's been that, that's Cause a I, couple I got of things thinking, with FedEx. If it ever comes to be and they are delivering with drones, the sky's gonna be a wicked busy place. Well they're doing they're doing same day now in some cities. They've brought same day delivery, so that's kind of crazy. Yeah, I I mean like it's like ordering a pizza. Well, yeah. As long as there's somebody that's willing to drive, we gotta have a hub. In I the have city, to get. The city. There has been more than one occasion that they needed magazines that we're producing right now, and they need them in the city. And there's a yeah a company that will come. I don't know. I think it's like three hundred bucks, and they'll run. When a I worked for packages down. When I worked city. for Colony Hard. Uh, um, Hardware and supply. They're they're based out of Connecticut. They're a Connecticut company, but their model was to have a very small inventory in the warehouse up here. But every single morning, they would fill out orders to guarantee for the next day, not necessarily that day. 
So they would do orders on the computer. It would go, they would get it in the main warehouse in Connecticut, fill it out, and a truck would be there waiting for us when we got in in the morning to unload every single morning. So it was like, boom, that was it, boom, you know. And we had just enough on the shelves, you know, so maybe two or three, two or three deep on an item. That was it. That was it. So they kept the, they, they kept the, they didn't want to keep anything hanging around too long up here because they had a bunch of it back in the, the main warehouse. Moving product. That's your favorite thing, moving product. Moving product. All right. Well, let's do this and get the hell out of here. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Time to make the chimmy fucking chongas. You can find us at Bob and John's podcast at gmail.com and on iTunes and on buzzsprout.com or at Loose and Buttery on the Twitter and Instagram or Periscope. Oh, yeah, that's me. Uh, or And on our Facebook page or our YouTube channel at Bob and John's Super Duper Variety Power Hour. Say goodnight, John. Good night, John. From Homebrew Studios, this has been Bob and John's Quick Shots. Brought to you by Bob and John's Super Duper Variety Power Hour. I'm touching myself tonight.